0: Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. As we said earlier in the show, guys, brand new sponsors come on board. They support the Captain's Run, so support Chemist Warehouse. Uh, But let's get into also have your say throughout the show because you have a chance to win a ringers slash bloke work shirt, T-shirt or cap. And also for all the Rockhampton listeners or Gladstone or, or Mackay, I will be up this Friday at 6 p.m. local time at the Great Western Hotel. Myself, Guru, Timmy, and Maddie doing a live bloke show at the oh. Great Western Hotel. So uh, wow. make sure to get down, have a beer with us, come say hi, watch the footy, all that great stuff. But confirmed this morning that the Eels have re-signed Brad Arthur until the end of 2025 season. Now, hmm. Smithy, here's Brad Arthur's record with the Eels. 226 games coached, 122 wins, 106 losses. That's 53% wing rate. One grand final, one wooden spoon, five finals appearances uh, 2017, 19, 20, 21, and 22. What are your thoughts on the re-signing of Brad Arthur?
1: Well, I think it's great for the club you know, to show their commitment to Brad and, and to say to all the players, look, this will be the coach moving forward. I think with this contract, Kempi, I think Brad Arthur will become the longest serving coach Parramatta has had in their history. Uh, they've been around for some time now. They've had some great coaches across that period of time, some some wonderful players as well, but I I think it just shows the commitment to, you know, Brad and 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 you know them knowing that he's the right person for the club. I think their CEO, um, had, has come out and and spoken about, you know, the the um the contract that he signed, um, and saying you know the players love him, um, you know they've seen many of particularly these younger guys coming through now develop. And become better players under his coaching and his guidance and, and that, you know, the, the club has gone from strength to strength under his his tenure as, as head coach. So um, they they clearly think that he is the right man for the job moving forward over the next few years. Um, you know, that that winning rate, fifty-three percent, that's that's probably that's probably on par with most coaches in the competition, you know, Craig Bellamy being a standout, of course, with you know, a huge Percentage of 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 winning rate, but um, last year come also close, almost took out a premiership. They got to the grand final, as we know. Um, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's great from that that the players, particularly those guys that are sort of in this period now of thinking, you know, do I do I stay on with the Parramatta Eels? Do I resign and commit myself to the club? They know now who the coach is going to be for the next you know three to four years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, like, I'm the first to, you know, be critical of, of Brad Arthur sometimes when it comes to the rotation of his bench and some decisions that he makes. But I don't think Brad Arthur gets enough credit for where he's taken this club. We have to remember when this bloke took over, they were a shambles, an absolute yeah. shambles of a club. Now, as we read out those stats, like, yes, okay, they won one spoon in 2018. But outside of 2018, they have made the finals every single year. Every single yeah. year. Um and so I know it's 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 really strange because he's one of the rare co- – well, not rare coaches because coaching is under so much pressure all the time, but like he can go to finals, go to a prelim, and if they start the season slowly, his job's under pressure constantly. He yeah. never gets a, a, an a pre, like a breathing space where you go, mm. hang on a sec, he's taking this team, this club, from shambles <laughs> yeah. to finals footy. What, what do you reckon, Smithy?
1: Yeah, well, I agree with you on, on that point, mate, because, well, Paramount is such a – it's such a big club in our competition. And, you yeah, there's a lot of media that, um, you, know, sur- you know, surround the club, its players, its coaching staff and, and what the club's doing. Um, so there's always a, a little bit of, you know, the spotlight on the footy club. It doesn't matter what your position is in the organisation. But, you know, if, when you look at those numbers, like they're as good as any or well, most coaches um, in our competition right now. Like he, he was not far off, you know, coming second last year was impressive. The previous years, like they went deep into the finals. It was sort of like second last week or prelims. You know, it's, it's really not a bad effort. And when you look at some of those teams that beat them or knocked them out of those competitions, you know, they, were, they weren't nobodies. Like a few of those years, they were beaten by a Melbourne storm side who went on to either win a premiership or make the grand final. Um, you know, or say Penrith, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, he's done a, he's done a pretty good job with, with this footy side. Um, been a few changes going into this year, but um, I, I think the expectation though can be all right. That, that's what it is. Mm. It's, it's the expectation of this footy side to do better than what it's doing at the moment. I know we're only a couple of rounds in, but they're and two. Mm. So I, I think that's what it is. Like, when you have it, when you go to a grand final, you're expected to start the year strongly, especially when you play your first two at home. Mm. So you play two at home and you get beat twice. I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes from.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. There's, I mean, you know, you want him to be winning matches, especially opening rounds, especially matches that they could have won for sure. There's no denying that, but I do think he doesn't, he doesn't get enough credit for where that club is. Was no. you know you, yeah it's it was not long ago that the it was a basket case the club was yeah honestly well, it was a mess
1: wasn't it it was mate, a mess
0: it was it was like the West Tigers now and mm-hmm. and I don't, I'm i sorry Tigers fans but it was genuinely in the same situation so I think it's great and also you always got to look at do players and it seems like such a simple metric but do players become the best versions of themselves under Brad Arthur look at Mitchell Moses look yep. at Gutho look at Reed Marnie Isaiah Papali'i um, that's that's coaching.
1: Yep, Will Pennicini, yeah. young fella coming through. He's playing great footy. Yeah, it's just absolutely when when they've got someone uh, consistently at the top as as far as you know holding that coaching position like Brad and is is strong is a strong coach and you know promotes these players to go out and play their best footy. Um, yeah, you get good results and it's no surprise that they've been involved in finals over the last four seasons consecutively.
0: Now we got some text here. Uh, Gladstone is pronounced Gladstone, by the way, Kempy. No, I know that, mate. I just read it incorrectly. But uh, cheers, appreciate it. I don't want to <laughs> don't want to an- annoy the locals. I'll rock up and they'll be taking me out the back to flog me, mate. Said their <laughs> local name wrong. Uh, now uh, we've got some more text here, mate. The captain's run is this the hardest tipping year so far? How could you pick Dolphins dogs last week? That's from Rodney. Uh, interestingly, last week only three of the favourites won. That's that's how hard it is this year to pick. Wins. Really? Yeah, but that, a, hey,
1: three. you know what? That's that's the way we want our competition.
0: Absolutely, isn't it? Yeah. That's, or
1: else, it, you know, if the favourites are winning every week, then it's sort of it's it's back to where we were the last couple of seasons, where it's just clear top eight, clear bottom eight. Um, I
0: like it. I tipped the Dolphins last week. You tipped the Dolphins, didn't you? Uh, I think I went Raiders. If I'm being honest, oh, I think. Man, but I mean, I'll say I, mean, I did right. Dolphins if you want. Yeah. Like, good yeah. for me. No, I I went Dolphins. I tell you what's funny is like. You know, obviously we don't sit here and call ourselves experts, but you can have someone in a workplace right now that's probably going six for eight each week, and mm. we try and analyze every game. We watch every oh, second yeah. and get absolutely <laughs> smashed in Towed the tipping. Up. Oh get man! three. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah. Hey, boys, I was at Leichhardt for the first time ever last Sunday. Wow, what an experience on the hill. What's your favorite and least favorite grounds globally you boys played at? shame Ooh. Shane from Broadbeach.
1: Globally. Yeah. Um, well, look, I, I think having been lucky enough to play State of Origin, I, I got to say Suncorp, mm. um, both from an origin point of view, and and even playing club footy, when we used to travel up and play the, you know, the Broncos, packed it used to be a packed house all the time. We used to play regularly in front of forty, forty five thousand um, at Suncorp. Um, that I I, th- I still believe that's the best ground mm. um, to play rugby league at. My, my second favourite though was just a one off Old Trafford. Wow, and and Kemper, yourself being a, a big soccer fan, uh, we played the final of the uh, 2013 World Cup at Old Trafford, seventy five thousand, oh. cr- created a rugby league record in the UK. No way, um, might have been a little bit more actually, and uh, it was huge, huge. Mm. Played the Kiwis, um, we had a strong win, but that was just so good playing at that at that venue. Mm. Um, just just the I don't know, just the feeling of being there
0: It's mm.
1: such an iconic um, sporting arena. Um, not just in England, but, you know, globally. Mm. Least favourite, um, many of many of those suburban grounds in Sydney. They were always a difficult place to go to and win. Yeah. Particularly, I don't know what happened. Like, with the draw, we seemed to get a lot of Sunday games at Leichhardt. Mm. And during that period when, um, you know, the Tigers had players like Robbie Farron, Benji was still there, um, Anthony LaFranche, you know Bryce Gibbs, all these, all these guys. They were such, they were so difficult to beat there on a Sunday afternoon. So difficult, they, mate. They, they got, they got so many crowd penalties. It's not funny. Mm. It was a g up. <laughs> it was just the crowd would boo and they get a penalty. It was. Yep. I, I couldn't even sway the refs.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's saying something, Smithy. That's saying something, mate. No wonder you hated playing there. Geez. Oh yeah, good. One of your best, Smithy. One of your best, uh, uh, mate. My favourite ground, obviously SunCorp. It's just yep. a pack SunCorp. There's no yes. better feeling. There is literally no better feeling running out and yeah, the crowd just going up. Oh mate, it's just it's the best. Worst, worst, least least favourite. Canberra. Oh my god, oh, going really? down to Canberra it is. Freezing cold, (laughs) like, and then you've got to do the whole mental toughness thing. You're not allowed to run out with any jumper on because you don't want to tell them that you're cold. And yeah, it's just the pits, mate. Like, it's It's just hard
1: getting out of the dressing sheds, isn't it? It really is.
0: It really is. And they know it too, which makes it even worse. You're sitting there looking across and you're going, Oh, Mm -hmm. how do you do this week in, week out? So, Canberra, uh, but a smoky that I don't think gets enough love. I love mm-hmm. playing on the Gold Coast. I used to love that little stadium. Ah, uh, yes, bus? Yeah, it's just it's just a good little stadium. Like I don't know, there's just a vibe about it that I really, really did enjoy. When you walk out on the the pitch, it it just felt fresh and fast. Yep, fast. Um, what about uh,
1: hey? You just you just got back from a European vacation. What about globally? Ha huh. you you've been to a couple of couple of stadiums overseas,
0: mate. Went over to did a prior like a VIP or whatever tour of Barcelona stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. I think what's it called again? The uh, is it not New Camp? Is it anyway? Uh, the Barcelona stadium, uh, and it was absolutely incredible. Like the size of it, the scope of it, it, and also the the shape of it was like like a throwback to almost a Colosseum. It was just yep. a really cool vibe. And then I also went to uh, watch Real Madrid versus Barcelona, El Clasico, uh, <laughs> in Madrid. And it was absolutely incredible. Like the scenes, the, the chanting, yep. it's a different... Like we're passionate here in Australia. We are 100% passionate. But it's yep. it's ingrained in their culture to constantly sing and, and chant. And they all... It's not just... The diehards that are singing and chanting. It mm. is every single person in the stadium is chanting. It's their life. Oh mate, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. i uh, got some more texts here, uh, Smithy. What about Monday nights at Belmore Roofbolt? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Monday, yeah, uh, yeah, not not my favourite. I think we only play, we may have only played one Monday night game there, um, and I'm pretty sure we got dusted up. Yeah, not not great.
0: Got some more texts here, Cam, Belmore. We all know you love Shark Park. <laughs> I didn't until Matt Checkin put me in the bin for 10
1: minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, one of the best moments in rugby league. Oh, one geez. of the best moments in rugby league. Uh, uh, now, uh, hi, gents. Um, Paul from Brisbane. I'm curious what you regard as important stats. Over the years, there seems to be more and more, like run meters, trices, hit-ups, et cetera, What matters and what doesn't. Great show, by the way. Well, well what do you think, mate? Because you do a lot of, like... Analyzing
1: of, of stats and stuff like that. What do, what do you see as important indicators?
0: Look, I, I think stats have a place in the game, in regards from a player's perspective. But I think stats yep. are more fan for fans. They're, yeah. Like internally, if you're a coach, look. I mean, look, look, I'm just I'm a very inexperienced NRL player. But in my opinion, if you're focused on stats, you're focused on the wrong things. Now they can give you a guide of like, okay, you're not doing enough carries or. You know, mm-hmm. measuring work rate, but there is so much more that goes on to a try goes into a try than the try assist. The try assist is yeah. almost the easiest part in most yeah. situations.
1: It's it's the lead up plays and and whatnot that that create it.
0: Mm. And so, as a fan, I think stats are fantastic because it gives you something to get around and talk about. But I, Smithy, you'd know better. What was it like for you, stats internally?
1: Well, well, yeah. like I never I was never one to prioritize stats um, and. Throughout my career, you could say that I wasn't a great stat player, you know, outside of sort of tackles made and, and that sort of stuff. But, you know, particularly in attack, you know, run meters and all that sort of stuff. That was never a, a huge stat column for myself. Um, it's more really about the influence you have when you have the football in your hand mm. and what you can create. Um, yeah. My, my sort of uh, sort of input into the teams was more subtle things throughout the game that, I don't know. Maybe didn't have a, a, stat that you could probably put a number against. But there's there's certain parts of the game, I guess that you can measure and, and say, well, look, we did a really good job here, good job there. I think overall, from a from a team's point of view rather than a, uh, an individuals, I used to, you know, look at, um, you know, uh, set percentages. So right. how many of your sets you were actually able to c- complete? If you can complete over seventy five percent up around, if well, particularly closer to 80%, then you're going to have a real good chance of winning the game. Mm. Anything below that at an NRL level, you're going to struggle. Mm. The, team, the team that holds onto the ball, and I know that's very basic. Bill. go, well, that, that's pretty easy. But if you want to put a num- number to it, you should be aiming for up around 80% completion rate to give yourself a good chance of winning football games. Mm. Um, when I look at big men, though, which has become a huge stat just because of the way the games play now, is play the ball speed.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: I, I, I used to like giving, well, you know, the coaches, but me as a dummy half, I used to try and you know challenge our big players to try and finish a game with a with a faster play the ball speed than the opposition. Ruck players. Okay, I, uh, that just meant that we were winning the middle, mm. and it was giving giving you know guys like myself and and Cooper and Billy and and whoever was playing in the six jersey opportunities to you know get forward and get at the defensive line really quickly.
0: Mm. Yeah, when I was playing, actually, the one stat, and it's it's a bit of a vague stat, but the one stat we actually really did focus on, and it's it's a throwaway line now, but it was one percent of stats, and so we would constantly talk about. How many tie-in tackles you made, how many repeat efforts you made? That, they were yes. stats that we really focused on in the early 2000 at the Broncos. I'm not sure what it's like now, but they were things we really, really focused on. I'm not sure the storm was the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much similar, mate. yeah. And they're the things that hardly anyone notices, mm. isn't it? Yeah, And they're the things that aren't recorded. You don't see it during a game on the on the stats on your screen or you know when you're looking at things post game. Um, it's, it's the things that really make a huge difference to your teammate, which are those 1% of plays. Mm,
0: Absolutely. Now we're going to head to a break after it. We share our holy schnitz moments. Thanks to schnitz.